Rabbi, you handsome looking man. I just love to wake up and see your face on my computer screen. It, you know, I, I, I've been really blessed this week. I think this is what, the, the third time I've seen you this week. Oh my gosh, you and I, I, that was the best. I jump on some civility call. Someone keeps on emailing me and saying, let's talk about civility. Let's talk about civility. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I go on there and who do I see on that video call? My rabbi. Yeah. That was great. And then we just chatted the whole time on IM during that whole time talking about it. So today it's a lot different on this podcast. We're doing something very uncivil. No, we're actually being very civil today. Um, so Rabbi, your you your your daughter a lot of times is she's got her pulse on just what's what's cooking. I mean, I remember one time for for when on social media, <clears throat> we had the TikTok priest, and it was your daughter who was like, "What, Dad? You finally made it, right?" Um, she we, said the same thing to me yesterday. So as we were watching um, this 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 amazing parody video of uh, of Hamilton, um, she goes, "Wow, Dad." Not only did you bring on like the priest from TikTok, but really you're bringing on this guy? She goes, oh my goodness, how do you do it? And I go, look, it ain't me. It's my priest who brings, who brings the goods. So we are um, very excited, very excited today to, uh, to, have, uh, to, have, uh, to have a celebrity. Yeah, so we, got our, we got our celebrity today and I think he's at the door. So it's uh, Reverend Lonnie, is that you at the door? Fellas, it is me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. <laughs> little pig, little pig, let me in. Nice, brother. Dude, well, uh, you know, uh, you, you have been quite busy over this uh, last month just with, uh, it ain't easy going viral, bro. And, and, but we just want to, uh, we're excited to have you on the podcast today to just to talk about that, but to go deeper and talk about, uh, let's explore what it means to find joy in the time of pandemic and how do you find, uh, and how, what is that, that arrow of finding joy leads you to God. And, and so we can explore all that. Uh, are you, are you down to have that conversation? Absolutely. I am. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you guys. So we're going to talk about that and also find out why do some people have shower curtains with Reverend Lonnie Lacey's <laughs> face on it? All of that is coming up on this podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, please share it. Leave a horrible comment if you think we're just a bunch of bozos, because even your horrible comments allow our analytics to increase. All right, uh, let's get ready. Rabbi, you ready? I'm, uh, I'm born ready. Reverend Lonnie, you ready? Always. Okay, Voice of the Mets, Producer Evan Nine, you ready? All right, here we go. We are about to take off for another episode of A Priest and a Rabbi. A priest, a rabbi, a priest, a rabbi, a priest, a rabbi. The opinions you hear from on this show do not represent WSTU, since they probably regretted over allowing the show on the air in the first place. Nor do they represent Temple Bay Hayam or St. Mary's Episcopal Church, since they also wonder what the heck they did when they called these two men to lead their respective congregations. On that note, sit back, relax, Grab your Bible or Torah and enjoy another episode of A Priest and a Rabbi. 
Good morning, good morning, everyone in Stewart, Florida, Martin County, and all the way in Yemen. That seems to be our surprise country where this podcast keeps on popping up in Yemen. So God bless you all who are tuning in right now. This is Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Florida, and I am here with the most dapper, dapper rabbi this side of the Jordan River, the guy with the gorgeous hair. Oh my gosh, is that you, Rabbi Durbin, my wonderful co-host. What's going on, brother? You, you know, you know, with almost 100 episodes, uh, Father Anderson, you know, it never gets old. It never gets old. You it makes me smile. It makes me smile on Friday mornings. That's, that's what priests and rabbis do for each other. We make each other smile. We both follow the same rabbis. So, I mean, or we both follow rabbis. And, and I just, you know, I, I love you, my brother. And I'm glad that we're here this morning to talk about joy, to talk about love letters, you know, there is a, so much messiness in the world and messiness that as people in, as, as, as clergy, that yes, we got to go into the mess and, 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 and bring God into all of it or find God into all of it. But we also got to just like, how do we bring joy and hope uh, in the midst of all this, especially, you know, listen, Rabbi, when's the last time you had people inside your building? Like the congregation. Gotcha. March. March. Right, it's been a long time. Our St. Mary's just opened. We just opened this 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 uh, this 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 week. Will be the first time we had an official. We're gonna have an official open. So it's been forever and a day. You miss your congregation, I bet, huh? I do. You know, it's been it's been it's been really really as 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 many synagogues and certainly many churches have experienced. Look, it, it, it's 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 been a really difficult and challenging time. I think I think above and beyond just the physical distancing and social distancing that we've that we've you know in, ensued I, I think that there's also been that that element of how do we bring as you said how do we bring joy in a midst of um disconnectedness uh you know I mean we've gone virtual as you've gone virtual and you know in three very short weeks from tonight we're going to celebrate you know Rosh Hashanah our our new year and Yom Kippur and Sukkot and Simchat Torah and the Super Bowl of virtual holidays that we're, we're, we're descending on. And it's, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to try and bring it in. But I think that, you know, if we can bring these moments virtually or uh, uh, give people the opportunity to just pause, reflect, enjoy the day, um, which is why I, as well as you, uh, are very excited, very excited uh, to bring on our guest this morning. Um, I will say, and I'll, I'll mention it after, uh, in terms of uh, what what uh, what our guest has has done and brought, and and, and really uh, brought that sense of um, inner joy. And um, um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a story of, of what my daughter said yesterday when we uh, collectively watched uh, a, a very impactful video. <laughs> so that is the, the the key here so our guest today um you know many people talk about going viral and it's used loosely uh going viral really means that i think you have to i think it's helpful to have at least a million views when you go viral right so our guest has has done just that but he did that out of out of writing a love letter um to his congregation so he is um a priest out in tifton Tipton, Georgia. It is Reverend Lonnie Lacey. You probably have seen him. He was on the Today Show uh, to talk about it. He uh, created a, a love letter to his congregation by making a parody uh, a video of Hamilton's You'll Be Back, King George's uh, song. And uh, you probably watched it. If not, go on YouTube after the show and watch it. Um, you'll probably watch it five more times. Uh, we have the, the, we have the joy 
um, and to be able to have him on the show. He's a busy, busy man. Uh, Reverend Lonnie Lacey, welcome to A Priest and a Rabbi. What's up, fellas? Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Um, listen, uh, we, we know that uh, ever since this video dropped, um, it has your life has been quite busy. Is, 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 do you think your um, your calendar has changed a bit since that time you upload you pressed upload on YouTube? Uh, yes, yeah, things things have changed a lot. But you know, the good thing is that uh, most of us only get fifteen minutes of fame. So um, uh, I'm I think I'm at about like fourteen minutes and fifty seconds right now. So I'm looking forward to things kind of going back to normal. Well, we're going to milk we'll on the priest and a rabbi on our radio show. We'll definitely give you those extra five, six minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might get some bonus time. I mean, Yemen, dude, we got people in Yemen who listen to this. So what's up Yemen. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't go walking in Yemen anymore without getting, being tackled. So um, listen, man. So it, it, it is just for people who, who are, who have seen the video, who are just excited. We just got to ask you a couple questions here um, about it. Um, because today, what we do want to get to is is just that how how do we how do we as folks in the midst of a pandemic and a midst of a, of a fight for racial justice in the in um, a heavily heated political atmosphere that's just going to get more and more heated and divisive, um, how do we as folks who lead communities and how do those who are in the communities find joy and hope? Um, you did that. You did that for sure, but let's figure out how you got there. So can you just give us, uh, again, for our listeners, um, how you got to the point of saying, I'm taking Hamilton and I'm taking the love for my church and I'm creating this, this video um, and I definitely want this thing to go viral or were you like, I just want to make it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, so uh, as, as I find my way into that story here, um, I'm going to start by saying that that I listened to y'all's uh, podcast a couple times because, you know, if you're going to come on to somebody's podcast, you want to know what the deal is. And um, I've been accused over the last month of being like the guy whose voice and whose refrain of da 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 gets stuck in your head and you wake up in the morning, you just can't shake it out of there. And people are like, get this song out of my head. And I just want you guys to know that um, I woke up this morning with a priest a rabbi a priest <laughs> a rabbi stuck in my head so sorry uh, yeah <laughs> now i get it no okay so um the the hamilton parody had its genesis in the fact that we um at my church do an annual talent show and the talent show really serves two purposes one its primary purpose is it's a fundraiser for our sister congregation in the Dominican Republic. We have a long-term relationship with a very small congregation uh, in, the, in the Dominican Republic. We've helped them to build their church and done what we can to support them along the way. So every year we uh, do this big fundraiser. And when I say talent show, probably variety show would be a more accurate term um, because there's just a lot of silliness, uh, some talent, but mostly silliness. So that gets into its secondary purpose, which is that it's one night of the year where we at my congregation just cut loose and have a whole lot of fun. Awesome. Um, we're a tight-knit congregation. Um, we love each other a lot. And uh, we sort of say, you know, we, we pray hard and we play hard. So Sunday morning worship mm. is the thing that primarily brings us together. And that for us is... Uh, is serious while also being joyful. But you know, I mean, every once in a while you need to do something that's just fun and stupid. And that's uh, that's what the talent show is for. 
but the talent show was slated for March something. And that was right when uh, the pandemic hit. And it was the first thing on our calendar that we canceled because we realized we can't have this huge group of people in this room. Uh, this, this pandemic sounds like it's, it's a whole thing and that wouldn't be safe. So for months and months, we talked about, well, should we go virtual? Should we just, you know, get some online submissions and throw something together? And, um, and, and so that's, that's where this all started. Um, so right at about June, we made the decision that we were going to do an online talent show. And I, I'm known for doing the kind of like over the top big finale every year. Uh, my wife and I learned all the choreography to Thriller the the first oh, wow. year um, yeah no i'm amazing at, at wedding receptions um so, so you could you you yeah. bust that out at a wedding reception and do the whole the whole thing yeah we just you did the it whole at, thing? Uh, at, yeah yeah uh if 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 the couple knows that um that we can do that and and they throw on thriller like the priest and his wife get out there and we dance the, the whole oh, thing that's it just happened a couple of weeks ago you got you and your wife should get on tiktok yeah uh before so, number four uh, or five makes it sold you know what i mean yeah. So, um, so, you know, I, the, the problem is that every year I, it's like, okay, what am I going to do to top last year? And I was, I had nothing. I had no idea. And I knew we were going to do this virtual talent show, but then July 3rd rolls around and here comes Disney plus with Hamilton. Right. And my family and I have wanted to see Hamilton forever and have not had the opportunity we had tickets to see it at the fox in atlanta that got canceled because of the pandemic so we were like all right we'll, we'll watch it on tv and so here it is and king george walks out jonathan groff uh who if if he wanted to be if he were to reach out to me i really feel we could be best friends jonathan i'm waiting for your call so uh he steps out as King George and starts doing You'll Be Back. And man, like it just clicked. I was like, this this is it. I, I know exactly what I'm going to do for my talent show submission. Like uh, right, and right from the minute he jumped out on stage, it, it just became clear. The, the, the moment he started on the head and said, Lonnie, this is the direction, son. Yes. Yeah. The moment he got to the chorus with You'll Be Back, Wait and See. Uh, because man, I like you know, I, I miss my congregation. My congregation congregation misses each other, and so you know him singing "You'll Be Back." And I, I know that King George, like he meant it as a threat, but I thought we can we can take this and turn this and do something really over the top, really fun. And the fact that it was going to be a video submission meant that I could I could edit it, I could make it be exactly like I wanted it to be. So that's that's how that all kind of came together. Man, and so how soon did you realize you had something real hot on your hands here that was just uh, taking off? Uh, in, in terms of, of the video, once it yeah, got out there? Yeah, just like, like what, how did that happen? Did someone start calling you and be like, uh, Reverend, did you look at YouTube lately? Or Yeah, so I'm, I'm a lucky priest in that I have an amazing bishop, a very supportive, wonderful bishop. And uh, not only was he the one who he he saw our talent show because uh, he's an engaged bishop and he takes part in stuff that congregations awesome. do wow. and uh, and and he called me and said man you need to make this a standalone video because I think other people are gonna want this and I said well, okay um, so I did and um, he was the one 
he and a couple others within about 12 to 18 hours started texting and calling and saying, dude, you, you need to look at the YouTube views on this. And uh, I, I think within the first 24 hours, we, we had a quarter of a million hits on it. And you didn't promote it. All you did was just press. You, all you did was just upload it. That's all you did. That's right. We 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 just uploaded it. We put it on our Facebook page, like our our parish Facebook page. But you just um, put your title was Hamilton. I mean, what people must have just been searching what Hamilton, and then they see yeah. you, and they're like, oh my gosh, you got to check this out. I I guess so. But I I think what really drove it was uh, people on Facebook who you know people in my diocese saw where my parish posted it, and then people who were friends with them posted, and, you know, it just spread really, really quickly. Uh, oh yeah, I was telling you yesterday, people. I got like 10 emails uh, at least um, from people in, in my parish just saying, Father, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. Yeah, so if my church was doing that means every church was doing it probably. Yeah, I feel bad for all the clergy out there, particularly the Episcopal priests who got me in their inbox like 50 times or like enough with the mm. dancing priest. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, if you ever run for bishop, that could be your tagline, you know? Yeah. Funny thing is, uh, I just did run for bishop. <laughs> oh, my I, gosh. So, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I ran for it. I, I stood for it. I was nominated yeah. and allowed my name to go for it. I'm so glad that uh, my friend Frank, who is now my supportive bishop, was the one who was elected um, because I can do stupid stuff like this and um, have fun with it. And he can be a good supportive bishop. Oh, Everything wow. Everything worked out the way it's supposed to. All right, so well, let's, let's let's get into um, the, the 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 you have this beautiful uh, uh, you've called it a love letter many times, and that's always really stuck out to the rabbi myself. Um, and why why do you call it a love letter uh, to your parish? Well, uh, I call it that because number one, I love my parish. Um, I'm I'm one of those really really lucky uh, clergy persons who. Um, the the fit that my parish and I have with one another has just it's been there since the beginning. Uh, I, I don't want to be Pollyanna and say that life has always been perfect. It's like any other marriage. Sometimes we've had to work at it, but um, uh, I just I love these people very very much. And so you know when I sat down to write the parody lyrics, um, as I was writing them, I realized this feels like writing a love letter to my parish. Uh, you, you know because I wanted. I, I knew that this was going to be a goofball, silly video, and there were going to be costumes, and there were going to be edits, and there were going to be funny eye rolls and stuff like that. But I wanted there to be pastoral theological substance to what I was uh, actually saying or singing. And so the lyrics meant a lot to me. And and yeah, just as I wrote them, I mean, it just it came from a place of really missing my parish and knowing that they miss one another, they miss worship. They miss the sacraments. Uh, they miss God. And I, they all know that God is in their daily life. But, you know, I mean, there's something about getting together and experiencing God together on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say it, it, it's a love letter, because writing the actual words of it came from a place of love that actually surprised me. It was sort of like, you know, every once in a while you get that good sermon that when you write it and when you're done writing it, and especially after you give it, you're like, I, I, that didn't come from me. That in some ways was too easy and too too profound. And I'm not saying the lyrics to this Hamilton parody were profound, but I am saying that it felt like this came from a deeper place than just a priest saying, I'm going to do a goofy video for my people. Uh, yeah. 
that's the key right there is that it's this is not just about oh look like look at this priest doing something that priests don't normally do it's really goofy and wow he's just so real and down to earth he can do something goofy um which would which could have worked too and gained a lot of attention but i think what really uh made it go viral and viral especially just even within the denomination and in christian the christian circles it's so obvious and clear um that the love you have for the people you're writing for because you're inviting them back in like you're going to be back here and you show us it's it's so if for, for all, the, all of us who whose heart is just burning to be back in our respective congregations whether it's the temple over at temple beth Chaim, whether if it's at saint anne's whether it's at saint mary's it, it there's 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 we are um um, we, we share a lot of a deep, a deep reverence for community and, and liturgy, you know, as, as Jews and Christians. And you bring us into that. You show us that. And we're all just like, oh, I pine for that. And you're saying, hey, we'll be back. We're all going to be doing this. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it'll give so much hope. That's what you nail. You nail hope in it as well. There's a love that you have for your congregation, but there's just a tremendous amount of hope where people can watch it and be like, we're going to be okay. But I also think I also think you know for for one for one who who's and, and I've now seen um, you know Reverend Lacey I've seen I've seen the video uh, numerous times um, you know as Bless I showed it heart. to my kids, my kids yesterday afternoon and 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 my oldest had said oh my goodness this is great she goes dad put this on my TV I want to watch this every day and but but there was something really really interesting about it is is. A, I thought it was extremely well done. I thought it, it, it conveyed the message of, of us, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a challenged world, not being able to be together, but we're going to come back soon. But I also thought that what it also showed was let's not take life too seriously. Breathe. Yeah. Enjoy. You know, that, that notion that although we're, 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 we're separated as a community, this, it, 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 it brings a certain levity that says... I'm not going to take my life too seriously right now. We need a little bit of joy. We need a little bit of laughter and we need a little bit of, you know, inter and interconnectedness. That is well done. Well done. Because how many people just like you, you just read, it's just, we're all clergy members here and, and, oh my gosh, all the different blogs and uh, letters and just to get kind of dreary about how do you work through this, 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 this pandemic and et cetera, et cetera. And it was just so great for you to come on there and have a ton of fun with it and not negate it and not um, uh, uh, just throw it all away. I mean, you, you acknowledged it, but um, you acknowledged that, that there is a desire and there is a little bit of despair in us, but you gave us hope and say that there's going to be more. And we will find that hope with God as a, as a community, as a community of God too, which, which, which is great. Um, so, I mean, this, I think that's what we want to talk about on the show today is just like, how do we all, become sort of these bearers of hope and joy you uh it wasn't like god knocked i mean in your, your your sort of moment was just watching disney plus with your family and then right. you were seeking for a talent show item and then it became very clear uh for for uh, like God was talking to you and just say, dude, go, go and do this. I'll give you all the words. And it can be something as silly and as fun as, as a parody video. But, you know, we'll get more into this into the second half of the show, but I just want to tease this out. What, what are your thoughts on, on all of us, whether we're priests, whether we're rabbis, whether we're just congregants, of trying to find ways of how we communicate this, this the, the need for joy, not happiness, but joy and hope uh, during sometimes when you look at the paper and you hear other voices out there, it sounds chaotic and, and desperate. 
Yeah, well, uh, all, all I know, what, what I've learned from this, because, I mean, it's it's not like I sat down and set out to bring hope and joy, you, you know? I mean, like, really, I was, I, was, I was just doing a video from a talent show. <laughs> what I have learned on the other side of it, though, is is that what people have responded to is the hope and joy, which then tells me people are starving for it. And, and so, yes, in, in, our, in our society and in our culture, there's uh, so much that is not hope and joy. And we have to be able to talk about that. We have to be able to talk very seriously about a lot of that. Um, but we, uh, what this has revealed to me is that people, people need outlets for hope and for joy. And I think we, uh, as clergy, need to find authentic ways to be able to, to tap into that and offer that and remind people that it's already there. I mean, hope and joy are readily found um, if we'll just let them be found. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with uh, our, our own context. What brings you hope and joy in your context as an individual and in your context as a parish? And whatever that is, offer some of that. Um, it doesn't have to be a Hamilton parody. Um, all of us have a, a multiplicity of different ways that we can acknowledge the, the grievous, gravitous situations that we're in, but also say, you know what? God is bigger than this, and God has seen us through. Uh, hard times before. That is the history of of our faith as as Jews and as Christians. God has brought us the long way through all the deserts. So um, you know, every once in a while, maybe you can take one of the hearts off the willows and sing a song of Zion. Um, nice, well played there. You see what I did there. You must have read the Bible with that one. Uh, all right. So listen, we, we are on air with uh, Reverend Lonnie Lace, Reverend Lonnie Lacey, who's been called the Dancing Priest, who's been called the Hamilton Parody Priest. He has a lot of AKAs right now. Um, and uh, if you have a question for him, please give us a call here at a preaching rabbi, 772-220-9788. We are going to take a quick break to find out who all the wonderful people are who allow us to do this, uh, this goofy show show that hopefully brings joy to you as well and uh, we will be right back after these messages from our sponsors You're listening to a priest and a rabbi podcast. If you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe and please leave a rating and a review, five-star rating and a positive review if you can. We certainly appreciate it. That is the best way to make sure that others out there just like you can find this podcast. If you want to get in contact with Father Christian and Rabbi Durbin, you can do so by emailing a priest and a rabbi at gmail.com. And the absolute best way to get a hold of the fellas is to call into the radio show. This podcast airs live on the radio every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450. And you can listen live online at WSTU1450.com. And if you want to join the show, 
you can call in to 772-220-9788. That's 772-220-WSTU. Hey, everyone. This is Father Christian here on A Priest and a Rabbi. So happy for you to be here on this podcast with us. And and I want to uh, let you know that I have uh, started a uh, YouTube channel called Your Favorite Christian. And you can check it out on YouTube. And uh, every Monday, I drop a new episode. And it's always through the lens of faith, but taking on different topics such as dating, relationships, marriage, pop culture. Uh, I've done one recently where I went out to the art show and talked about how do we find our relationship with God through all the what all the latest artists are doing. Um, last week was what do women really want um, in a man uh, and interviewing different people to be a part of that. So uh, please check that out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, uh, put on the notifications so you get that every Monday. Um, I also want to let you know of uh, we this podcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a generous donor from St. Mary's Episcopal Church who wishes to remain anonymous. All he asked, though, was that um, the information gets out that St. Mary's Episcopal Church here in Stewart has a healing center. And so you can call if you're looking for a counselor, someone to be there for you during a challenging time. And you can call the church at 772-287-3244. We also have a group of Stephen ministers who have been trained over over 50 hours of training to be with you and walk with you during a time of crisis. They are not counselors. They are trained just to be more of the presence um, of, of Christ or and, and walk with you during a time of crisis, whether it's a, a good crisis of having, oh my gosh, my daughter's about to get married, or if there's something a little bit heavier. So give us a call, 772-287-3244, and I thank that anonymous donor who uh, makes this all possible. All right, God bless you, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Welcome back to the second half of A Priest and a Rabbi here on 1450 AM, also on a podcast, on every podcast platform you need to see out there. So go and download it right now, subscribe, share it. You definitely want to share this one because you can say, hey, you remember that priest who went viral, who made that video about Hamilton, who said he was King George, but he really wasn't because he's a priest. Okay, we have him on the show today, and he's talking about uh, finding uh, joy and uh, communicating joy and hope. Um, especially during, uh, you know, desperate times, or let's say heavy times, heavy times, because uh, there's a lot of important things going on in the world today. We don't want to say it's all bad stuff. It's just there's important stuff that can get real heavy. Um, and where do we find the hope and uh, um, enjoying it? So Reverend Lon- Lonnie Lacey is here. The phone number here is 772-220-9788. If you've seen the video and you want to know more, we got a celeb here. So come on, um, uh, give, give us a shout. Um, so Reverend Lonnie, uh, in the first half of the show, we really just kind of dug in, like, how did this video come to be, and how did you go viral, and what what has it been like for your life? And we but we started to parse out this idea of finding your voice of joy and finding your voice of hope. Um, and part of what I'm hearing is kind of like, you know, you, you there, there's there's no there's kind of three questions, you know, during our pre-production that we talked about. One of them you said was, you know, you got to find out what your authentic voice is, right? If you're trying to be a person who's trying to bring uh, joy and hope to your community. Um, we talked about first, like finding what's your authentic voice, but also finding what the authentic voice is of your community, right? Because maybe if Rabbi did a parody video of Hamilton, it might not work out because not everyone's feeling Hamilton or something. But um, tell us how you have kind of 
work it out where where you kind of know your goofiness. It seems like you kind of know your your go your your sweet spot. Um, that that that's a joyful place. You know, is that just that's just you just knowing you, you're not, you're just an authentic guy and you're not afraid to be goofy and have fun. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so I'm 40 years old and it probably took about 35 years for me to get to that place of being comfortable with my own goofiness and just letting it fly. Um, but you know, that I also know the goofiness of my parish, but, but, you know, it goes beyond goofiness. It's, it's about, uh, passion and it's about joy. I mean, you, you know, just any of us, whether we're clergy or we're we're members of worshiping communities or we're just you know citizens out in the world, it's worth it to ask ourselves from time to time, uh, okay, what is the thing that brings me joy? And um, you know, part of what I love about the the whole Hamilton parody video is that what what brought me joy was Lin Manuel Miranda's joy. You know, I mean, like it, it actually starts all the way back with him. And for him, it started with some guy writing uh, a biography about Hamilton, and that was his joy. And, it, you know, it's like this this stuff kind of rolls forward and rolls forward. And I think right now it feels so much, especially if you're on social media, like joy is not permitted, mm. um, that that you, you're not allowed to, to laugh or to be happy right now. And again, I want to be very clear. There's very serious stuff going on. There are serious issues that people of faith really need to be grappling very honestly with. But that doesn't mean that we can't um, also uh, sort of dive into the things that, that bring us joy. And when we do that uh, in a way that intersects with the joy of others, well, that, you know, that's not a bad thing. Um, people, people need that as part of, part of being in, in community. And I think it's part of the, the truth of God. I think, I think God is, holding lots of truths in front of us right now, truths for justice, uh, truths for uh, reason, truths for faith. But I think also God is, is holding before us the, the fact that, you know, it's, it's okay to be joyful and to do that together uh, from time to time. I think it gives you some gas in the tank for doing the other harder work that we also need to be doing. Right. And have you have you gotten any pushback from, you know, that it makes me want to ask if have you has anyone ever any of the emails been like, you know, Reverend, I'm sorry, this is not the time to be dancing around your church and robes and stuff like that. This this is a very serious matter, what's going on in the world. And I just feel like you're sort of just taking it all way too lightly or, you know, did, did you get any of those emails? Yeah. Uh, so, um, so uh, no, of, of the, of the hundreds of emails I've received, um, there, uh, all of them in one way or another have been, thank you. I, I needed this and I didn't know I needed this. And, and it's not that they needed a, a Hamilton video. They needed some, some hope and some joy there. There was one in all of the hundreds, there was one who said, not that the, the issues that, that are in our society right now are so serious. And so you shouldn't be dancing around but just God is very serious and you shouldn't be dancing around. And I was actually really appreciative of that email um, because we, we then had a conversation about it and it, it wound up, I think, in a really helpful place for both of us. But, you know, where I landed with it was, um, look, first of all, this was contextual. This is my parish knows me. I know them. We know how serious worship is. We know how serious God is. Uh, but this is this is why uh, I felt like maybe this was an okay uh, approach for finding some joy together. Um, and, 
that you know god uh perhaps god has was was in this in ways we did not expect i think once she figured out i wasn't out just to go viral i'm a very shy person i'm very introverted this whole thing has been very weird for me and i really just kind of want to go crawl under a rock uh and i think once she realized that it was not about me that this is just a thing that happened and that maybe god was doing something as evidenced by the fact that hundreds of people have responded saying I'm so glad to just have a chance to to laugh and to bring my faith into the laughter that uh that maybe maybe God was in this. Right yeah, I think that's that's always the question sometimes now we have to ask ourselves in the selfie culture right where uh is it you have to catch it is is it about me or is it about God? <laughs> and well, especially also, with- I think I think you know to, to be able to also say even if I can't find God, can I find God in this? I mean, I love, you know, yeah. like, I love the phrase that you said, which is so biblical in and of itself. You know, God is in this place. I just did not know it. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something there about the recognition of saying, look, I put this thing out. And you know what? For those that, 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 may, that may not see the aspect of God in it, reflect, think back, think deep. Because maybe we can see God in it. Maybe we can't see God. But even if we can't see God, does that mean that we need to soul search a little bit deeper? Yeah. And, and, and right now, I think what this pushes us as is there's God is demanding of us now to start thinking outside the box because we don't have our normal template as people of of. Of, of temples and of churches to explore joy and explore hope, right? We, we, we don't get to meet up every single Sunday or Friday. We don't get to do our spaghetti suppers. I mean, we normally right now, our church, we just be getting together and having all these different meals. It's, it's back to school. There's backpack blessings. There's spaghetti suppers, chili cook-offs. We don't have that. However, does that mean that we just slow down and just wait in the, and just wait and just bide our time until when we can get back to normal? There's no new, I mean, there's gonna be a totally new normal. But what God is, the, the bigger question, question is how is God asking us to, 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 he will give us the gifts to think outside the box, to be innovative, to be creative. And God is really kicking us in the butt. I think I feel for the least for the church. I don't know about you, Reverend Lonnie, but I mean, our denomination, as many denominations are about a hundred years behind on the technology movement of, of our society. And now finally, God has said, we just time for you guys to get in, into the digital world. It's time to start communicating to the digital world. And look what happened. And so Reverend Lonnie, you shared with us, you, you took a, you took a risk, you took a leap. You, well, you didn't, you just, you were just you, you were authentically you and you loved your congregation and you did something. You're the only church in Tiffin that is closed, right? Every other church is open. However, because of you following your way, you you created a piece of joy and hope that was about God and about church that went that it was elevated and shared with everyone nationally. And I said, if if I don't know, man, if there's people out there who are just sometimes the template that's in front of you is not going to work. It just can't work because of COVID nineteen. How is God pushing you to use your gifts, your authentic voice, and the needs of your community to do something totally outside the box? Because God's going to use it and make something awesome. Because I think the template that we usually use right now, it can't happen. It can't work. So, so what do we, what, 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 what are we gonna, what, what do you want to do? So, what is your advice again? And what I hear from you, uh, Reverend Lonnie, is is use your authentic voice, um, and and your passion, um, but also uh, there's a part where you got to really understand the needs, though. You got to understand the needs of your of your community. And I know your people just wanted some joy. They just wanted, and, and they liked it. You did it in their love language, which is let's 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 have fun. Let's do a talent show. Let's get goofy. 
But what would yeah, be for, well, for, for, for a person, like whether they're a rabbi or whether they're a priest or a pastor, you say, like, I don't know what to do right now. I kind of feel kind of like I'm stuck. You've gotten those emails from people. I'm stuck. I need hope. How do I communicate this to my, to my community? Yeah, I, well, so for me, uh, to, to take the, the language of the love letter and, and go forward with a little bit, I mean, I think a, a decent question for any of us to ask ourselves is, what is my love letter to my community? And um, it, that, I think that's a, a worthwhile question, whether you are a clergy person or you're a member of a worshiping community. I mean, I, I, think, um, I think lay people uh, would do well to ask, what's my love letter to my, to my worshiping community? Or for just anybody to ask, what's my love letter to my community? And then mm-hmm. what's the language that is most authentic for you to do that in? Um, I'm a computer nerd. I enjoy editing stuff. I like graphic design. I, I like the challenge of doing video stuff. And so for me, that that was the fit. Uh, but for you, number one, what's your what's your love letter? What is the thing from your heart that you want to express? And then number two, like, what are you really good at? that will allow you to do that authentically. And so maybe maybe you're the lady at your church who you can knit and crochet like nobody's business. Um, and uh, and maybe maybe it's time to knit and crochet some stuff for, for just a, a few people in your worshiping community and just surprise them with it. Just send it in the mail um, as, as your love letter. Uh, or maybe, you know, I told you guys yesterday when we were on a call that um, one thing that I'm not good at is I, I stink at cold calling people. It's the weird, awkward, introverted thing. Even though I've known my parishioners for 11 years, picking up the phone and just calling them, being like, hi, I'm your pastor. I'm calling to see how you're It's so weird for me. They appreciate it, but it's awkward and weird. But for other pastors out there, I mean, that's that's pure gold. And so if that would make your heart happy, uh, and if that's your love language, but you're you, you don't have the time for it because you're doing some other things that you feel like you got to do, um, maybe finding ways to to put that on the calendar and to be able to do it. And you know, the thing about love letters, the thing about confessing your love for anyone, is that um, it involves risk. I mean, think about uh, if if you if you're married or if you're in a if you're in a serious relationship. The first time, or maybe not even the first time, but along the way when things were rocky, when you went way out of your way to really figure out how am I going to put it all on the line and express my love to this person. And sometimes it means, you know, holding up the boom box standing out in the front yard in front of somebody's window, or it means putting out a parody video, but but sometimes it's, it's the quiet way, but it requires a vulnerability and a putting of yourself out there, a taking of a risk. Um, creativity and uh, and man like love is worth the risk and I feel like right now just with all the craziness of of our life as a society um, risking love and risking hope is a really worthwhile risk Mm -hmm. Um, we're risking ourselves in so many other ways Um, but let's uh, let's maybe risk ourselves a little more for for love and hope and enjoy. And for pastors, I would say that the other piece to all of this is bring your your full theological self and your full pastoral self. And what I mean with that is, um, you know, what if, if you're a pastor, what is not just your deep passion and not just your love language, but what is the truth of God that you want to express? 
because honestly, none of this stuff is really about us at all anyway. If we're gonna make it through this pandemic, if we're gonna make it through our issues on racial justice, if we're gonna make it through a whole lot of this stuff, as a person of faith, for me, what I have to, to claim for myself and for, and for the people who are in my congregation is that, um, that God is, is a huge part of that equation. Um, a, a very uh, dear friend of mine, Fleming Rutledge, who's um, I think a, a, one of the finest um, theologians in the Episcopal Church these days, she once told me like, Lonnie, in every sermon and in every Bible study, uh, every interaction that you ever do, one of the best things you can do is to teach your people to look for God. Like if you're doing a Bible study and it's about, uh, you know, Jacob um, doing his thing out there, uh, and, and wrestling with God, teach the people to look at what God is doing more than, or at least as much as you teach them to look at what Jacob is doing. God is always the most interesting character in the Bible. And if that's true, then that means that God is also the most interesting character in our lives. Mm. And so I think as pastors, um, we have to always be asking ourselves and getting our people to ask what is God doing in this situation? If we can point to God, point to God, point to God, um, we're going to be better off because otherwise we just become self-referential and therefore self-reverential. <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. And um, that's just a recipe for weird narcissism. That that That's what leads to Hamilton uh, parody videos that are just a cringy pastor trying to make a viral video as opposed to a, a video that's maybe pointing to God who will bring us back together. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know that my parish and I will be back around the altar sharing the sacraments. And one of my favorite lines in that, um, in, in the video was, uh, and we'll pass the peace, even with the ones you like the least. Um, and my, my uh, congregants have said, dude, I love that passage because man, being on Facebook, so many of my fellow parishioners are just ticking me off because they're to this extreme and I'm to this extreme. But you know what? You're right. Like theologically, pastorally, I know the day is coming when God is going to put me back in the pews with them and I'm going to need to pass the peace. And I actually look forward to doing that with them. Um, so, boy, that was a, a long wandering little tangent there. But uh uh, for me, I think I think God has to be a huge part of it. And how are we communicating what God um, is not just calling us to do, but God is already doing? And that's got to be part of the joy equation. Mm -hmm. so, but, but for the one who can't find God or is struggling to find God in the everyday or the mundane or, or you know, they've been challenged by it. What would your advice be to try and find some semblance of the divine in you know, the activities or the programs or the, you know, the, the, the stuff that we do, how would you, how would you advise somebody who is struggling with that issue of, of, of trying to find God? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think that gets to, to the other side of this whole coin, you know, as much as I've been harping on hope and joy uh, for these past several months, because I, I realized that, that, you know, people needed that there are people who are really struggling. And I think um, as pastors, we have to also be okay with sitting with people in that. Um, you know, I think of Job and his friends, um, and his friends tried to explain everything away over several, several chapters of that book. But the best thing they did was right there at the very beginning, where they sat in the dirt with Job and shut their mouths for a while and just 
sat with him. And so um, I think being able to, to do that authentically with people who are struggling and to not just say, well, you just need to get over this and, and, and get happy and, and find joy, but to, uh, to allow them maybe to experience some joy with quotes around that uh, simply in, in some Christian community where it's okay that they're not being uh, joyful in that moment. I don't know that that's exactly an answer to your question, but, but I think that's part of it. Yeah, it, it, I think the, the permission to, you know, I was talking to a, a, a young mom the other day and, uh, and we were talking about something else, but it, it just came up with just what, how this world is pressing on her in so many different directions, job, family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and just to be a person who, as a, you know, a fellow person of faith and to say, just, just tell me more. Tell me more, because I could tell that she hasn't had the opportunity to kind of unleash. Uh, and and hopefully, you know, as people of faith, we hold confidence with one another that, you know, what you tell me is is just it stays right here. Um, and so as people of faith, especially in a community that someone over at Temple Bahayam, you know, that, that they have a relationship and I'm here for you to listen to you and to hold you. And now since on Fridays after Shabbat service, we can't sit here and talk at the door. Um, but but now we're going to get on the phone and just be like you said, that image of Job where um, just let it rip, <laughs> let it be. Because I, to me in, in the Bible, uh, I love how so many of those uh, Psalms of lamentation work, where it's just the, the, the person just having that relationship with God, you know, that Davidic character to just let it rip, be upset. Where are you? Why are you? What's going on? And, and was able to kind of work through the dirt to finally get to, but I'm going to trust in you. Because I know you got this, but I'm not going to get to that trust unless I acknowledge all of the anger and frustration. So we need to be there for one another. Because um, so once yeah. we air it out, I think we can find that that hope and 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 um, there's joy in that. I think like wow. Yeah, and I I think you know to to circle back to uh, something we said earlier about finding God in all things. Um, I, I think a companion piece to being Job's friends and sitting in the dirt with him is that, and I actually had this conversation with a parishioner yesterday who was in a really tough spot. They feel very isolated. And, um, and, and so the question turned to what sorts of things do bring you joy that you, you can do right now. And they said, well, this and this, and I, I can do those and I haven't done those. And, and maybe, maybe I will do those, but, but that's not God. And I said, well, I, but but isn't it? I mean, um, I think God meets us where we are, and uh, whatever that thing is deep down inside of you that brings you authentic joy, um, to to me that is that is God meeting you in the authenticity of your soul. And so, what I will not tell people is, uh, come on, just put on a happy face, uh, soldier on. We're gonna we're gonna be just fine. Keep calm, carry on. Um, what I will say is, yeah, this, these are dark times, and I, I, you're in a dark place. I get it. Um, is there is there anything, anything that that can bring you some joy right now? And whatever that is, um, know that God is in that moment with you. He's also in in this dark time. He's also sitting in the dirt with you. But um, he's don't don't discount him. Look for what God is doing, particularly. When uh, when you actually have some some relief, some joy, uh, and some uh, a moment of hope. Yeah, I remember a great priest uh, once upon a time, Catholic priest, was telling me, 
Well, I've heard it over and over again. When I was trying to find where's my vocation, where's my vocation, it, it all comes back to joy because where your joy is, that's where God is. That's where mm-hmm. God is evoking the sacred inside of you. Is uh, it's not in misery, it's it's in the joy. <laughs> so, all right, as, as we near the end of the show, we want to ask. So after, so when when someone goes ridiculously viral and has all this attention, et cetera, et cetera, especially for an introvert, um, it, what what is what is next? What have you learned? from this crazy journey, um, do you feel like you need to quote unquote top it? Or do you feel like this just opens up some new doors and some new thoughts and ideas? Like what, how do you and your congregation figure out, well, what do we do with all this? Well, um, I I think, I think what we do is we, we, we do what we've been doing and we do it well. Um, and, and so, so what I mean by that is, no, uh, I am not going to set out to try to create some crazy cool new topper video. There's always next year's talent show, but I hope to God we're actually back in the building for that. Um, so, so no, the, the, the task uh, with us now is not um, going even more viral because this isn't about fame. It's about authenticity as a worshiping community. So, you know, my vestry and I had a meeting this past, um, this past week. And our topic was not, how do we make our priests go even more viral and get on more morning shows? Our topic was, <laughs> what are our next baby steps for, for you know, moving us to, to the next place, whether it's, you know, in-person worship or an outdoor service or whatever? Um, and, and how do we do that as creatively and authentically as possible? Um, you know, the, the, the virality, is virality a word? The viralness? Sure. The viralification? Yes. Um, uh, that, um, it has brought a wider attention to, to like my sermons, my parish. We, we now have people in Australia who seem to claim us as, as their parish, a little, a little church in Tipton, Georgia. So that's really cool. But to me, that means we just, we then need to offer the, the authentic message that we've been offering and just do it really well. So I'm continuing to preach my sermons, trying to do them very creatively and very, you know, in a way that's engaging um, so that so that people will find some stuff, some substance. And I sort of feel like, you know, uh, there are some people who have clicked on on the Hamilton video just to see a funny priest do a funny thing. They got what they needed. And if it then clicks them over to one of my sermons and they're like, oh, oh, okay, well, now he's like doing serious stuff and it's not for them. Well, God bless you. You came to see a reed shaking in the wind. You got to see it and, and whatever. But for, for those who want a little more substance, that's what we're trying to do here. And so, you know, if you, if you get a minute, uh, uh, you know, a moment in the sun, a little 15 minutes of fame, that's great. But, but what we need to be doing on a day-to-day basis is the stuff that God has called us to do on a day-to-day basis. It's not about chasing fame. It's about chasing God. Nice. That is a great farewell for uh, or ending for this for the show. You know, Reverend Lacey, we'll try and bring you in down here, so maybe you know we can do a parody together on uh, Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> I'm there, man. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not that far from us, brother. You know, I mean, you're, right. just, you're just one state north, so uh, the possibilities right. can start can start stirring here. But um, well, this is great, man. Listen, when people want to find out more about you, and they just heard this, heard you on this crazy podcast, be like, man. I want to get some more. So can I go to hear more about your theological uh, uh, offerings? Yeah. So uh, LonnieLacy.com is a good place to do that. L-O-N-N-I-E-L-A-C-Y. Uh, there's no E in Lacey. 
that's uh, it's primarily my sermon blog, but you'll you'll see my my outlook on the world, and um, you can also find uh, my church on Facebook, St. Anne's Episcopal Church, Tipton, Georgia. Um, but we we'd love to have you visit virtually or in person when the day comes. And he has some pretty awesome swag. So right now we're on a video we're on a video call, so we can see that he's wearing the dot da 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 shirt from uh, from the uh, Hamilton. Um, you'll be back. That his bishop, I think. Did his bishop? Did your bishop yep. make that image? My my bishop designed this just for fun, and then people saw it on Facebook and said, "Give us T-shirts." So yes, now you can get uh, dancing priest merch, which is the weirdest thing in the world to me. Uh, if you want a shower curtain with me dancing on it, which I really hope you don't, but you can get it. <laughs> and uh, that's that's at com and on a few places on Facebook too. And everything. Please, and for what don't I buy the shower curtain, y'all. Don't don't do it. It's just weird. <laughs> Uh, but it, but that goes towards uh, those proceeds go towards the, uh, the the church you partner with in the Dominican Republic. Yes. yes, all profits are going to go directly to our sister congregation since all this had its start in a talent show that's really for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. So go buy a shower curtain or for someone, and <laughs> um, not for yourself, but for someone else, and a couple shirts. You'll be supporting uh, their their sister church in the DR. So awesome. You are the greatest, my man. Thank you so much for being here, for inspiring us and taking us a lot deeper than just the video, but talking about how do we how do we find our authentic voice with God? How do we seek God in everything, searching for God? Um, and how do we be more aware of what brings us joy? Because that's where we find uh, God. So uh, God bless you all. If uh, you are looking for some services locally, you always got to go over and check out Temple Bat Chayam. Come over to St. Mary's. We're going live in person for the first time this weekend. So go on our website and you can register on there. God bless you. We will see you next Friday here on A Priest and a Rabbi. Mm-hmm.